Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings, welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I am Mr. Mark Lawrence, and Mr. Ben Reichley is directly across from me, and we're going to be introducing uh, first one individual from the greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, going to be on the line, and then we are going to be having our panel discussion with uh, one of the great leaders in statewide business, making sure that businesses are in, in the way that they can, participating in our democracy, making sure <laughs> that, uh, well, making sure that uh, uh, people in the businesses get an opportunity to vote, and uh, the businesses don't tell people how to vote, but they make sure that they get an opportunity to do so. So, let's introduce things on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. At 9 o'clock this morning, we'll open up the toll-free line, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. So we'll take calls after we're done with our good Chamber of Commerce uh, feature that is uh, coming up, and that will be with uh, Bob Garrett on the news line. So we'll go ahead and introduce him right now. Robert Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce on the line. Good morning, sir. Thank you for calling in. I think after that introduction, I need to uh, refer to you as Mr. Lawrence or something like that. Uh, <laughs> that, that was very formal uh, there, Mark. Uh, but thanks, uh, thanks for the uh, the warm introduction and good morning, Ben. Good morning. Uh, uh, good to be on with uh, both of you. Well, you heard uh, at the uh, uh, breaking at the uh, bottom of the hour there, 1.4 million jobs. Of course, they spun it on the negative side. Uh, that is slowing down from the the number one ever in the history of of our species uh, month back in July when uh, when there was uh, about 4.8 million jobs were created. That was the, the number one. Um, number two happened to be, uh, and by the way, I think I said. Uh, uh, July. I mean, June. Uh, June was number one at 4.8 million. July was 1.8 uh, million, which is number two. And now August at 1.4 million is number three. Most jobs ever created month over month. So, okay, I guess someone could spin <laughs> that negatively. Um, but well, Bob, uh, but they uh, but they missed on this one. Yeah, the bo- yeah. The, the rate is plummeting. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, hey, well, so that was, uh, it was interesting. He said that it's down significantly from uh, the previous month of 10.2, but he didn't tell us what it was. Uh, quick research, it's 8.4, which, by the way, uh, uh, Ben and Mark, I wanted to tell you that both the jobs created are, is, that's higher than the consensus of what economists were saying was going to be. Um, it was really hard to find a consensus this month, um, uh, but, uh, but most of the consensus was about 1.3 million uh, jobs created. It's 1.4 was the actual. 
Um, most uh, economists were saying that the unemployment rate would finally dip uh, below 10, down to single figures, single numbers, uh, but they were saying 9.8, and it's 8.4. You know, uh, you don't have to look too far back in the rearview mirror, and 8.4% was an actually fairly decent unemployment rate. Uh, so we're heading the right way. The, the, the key thing is we're, we're, uh, we're heading the right way. We're still be- dealing with the pandemic. We're still encouraging everybody, be safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, don't run with scissors, all those kinds of things. <laughs> um, uh, we're, we're doing all that. And, I, and that's tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, you try to use a little humor in times like this. But the, but the point is, is uh, we, we got the economies rolling again, and if we all do just a couple of things... Uh, we can get this economy back open and and uh, and uh, where it was uh, back in February and March before the shutdowns of the pandemic. Well, Bob, when you talk about a couple things, those couple things are getting very frustrating to the people who now are seeing somewhat of the reality of this pandemic in that it's become a largely political football now and uh, and partly medical, but being out in Indiana County this week, in Cambria County, uh, those are uh, you know those folks have uh, been uh, reared with uh, little coal dust in their uh, in their mother's milk as they've grown up, so they feel like they're tough individuals. And the frustrating part is they're saying, "Hold it, we're not allowed to be adults. We're not allowed to take care of our families. We're not allowed to to run our businesses safely. We don't want to shut our businesses down again." We understood the first part of this. The frustrating part is the governor just what made himself king again for another uh, 90 days and, and you know this is resonating and I believe the president last night uh, in Latrobe uh, home of Arnold Palmer uh, discussed uh, you know that to a degree meaning that uh, when are we going to be allowed to to let the horses run a little bit hmm. yeah interesting analogy horses run a little bit the uh, what what we did Kentucky to Derby sure, tomorrow uh, Ben was uh, the was when the uh, when they said to businesses, "Okay, here's here's your uh, criteria, here's your thresholds, but um, but we want you to be creative. We want you to figure out ways to socially distance, et cetera." And and we saw businesses do it. We either saw businesses do it or they threw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily for us in the Greater Susquehanna Valley, our closures, even though they've been painful to read and to hear about and to live through, have been f- pretty minimal so far. Uh, so and and that's what we're we're trying to do. But a good point you bring up, Ben, is the uh, the political football. And uh, you know, surprise, surprise, we're in a uh, this is a an election year. It's a presidential election year, which you you know basically you take uh, the the typical polarization and put it on steroids uh, every four years. But the um, but it, it, things are are highly polarized, and we do have a guest uh, with us. Um, uh, who's going to talk to us about that in a moment, about that polarization, about what businesses, some some reasonable, rational things businesses can do to make sure that uh, that we're getting um, we're getting everybody out to the vote out to vote, and they understand the process and are engaged in the process. Because I think polarization will only be um, will will only be able to abate polarization as we get more and more people involved in the process. Well, I would agree with that. But, Bob, remember, the narrative was to flatten the curve so that the hospitals could take on this pandemic. Once 
that was done to to certain degrees, and of course we see it on the national level, where New York and and Los Angeles had more than enough capacity to take care of uh, the pandemic and hospitalization, you know, and in, in the in the beds, you know, that didn't. So it seems like uh, forget about moving the goalposts. Uh, they they've they've moved the stadium when it comes to the politics <laughs> of this, and you know the businesses have tried to adapt, but. You know, one thing about it, politically, folks, Democrats also own businesses. Uh, Democrats in Pennsylvania, their sons and daughters also play high school sports. And now we're seeing the litmus test of reality coming in. And the governor, I Even believe, I'm irritated at the governor. Oh, geez. We, <laughs> hold it. Uh, what, what's, can we get the ABC News breaking news? All right. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that uh, reaction. I want some more reaction. Plus, I, I ask the same questions of Bob every time he's on. You know, what are the local income numbers? Break out that 8.4% rate, rate locally. I always ask him, if you are still jobless, why is that? So we're gonna, I'm going to ask those a little bit later on this morning. But first of all, at this moment, Joe Petrucci is on the line. He's the Pennsylvania State Director of Business for America, which uh, checked out their website and their mission and some of the reactions to the work that they're doing. And they really are, it's almost an obsession to make sure that absolutely everybody who wants to participate in the election can, and that businesses are a big, big part of making sure that uh, individuals can vote and that uh, have the time to do so and information to do so if that's what it takes. So, Joe, thank you so much for calling us today. We're glad to welcome you to the line this morning as well. Good morning. Great to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Tell us about the organization Business for America. It sounds like you're an ultra-conservative group, but politics is not part of what you do other than making sure that uh, people are aware of their role in our democracy. That's right. That's right. So Business for America, we're a national organization. We're working in a number of states, including Pennsylvania. Uh, we're the only uh, nonprofit that's mo- mobilizing businesses across the country around civic engagement initiatives that, that are designed to strengthen our democracy. Uh, so we, we, we operate under the premise, you guys mentioned polarization before. You know, there's a, a pretty well-cited uh, Harvard Business Review study that talks about polarization being the number one obstacle to political progress in the United States. And, uh, you know, I think we see that uh, now when we need our government more than ever, uh, and, we, and we see... Uh, you know, we see issues uh, in our own state and in Washington, D.C. that's, uh, you know, we're, we're delaying getting help to people who need it. And, uh, you know, we're kind of running running on our own without the kind of guidance we need. So, you know, this is a very real <clears throat> real problem that we can see play out in front of us uh, right now. And, uh, you know, we're building uh, a nonpartisan network of purpose-driven businesses and business leaders across the country, major corporations and brands, who are, you know, they're advocating for safe, secure, accessible elections, a number of other bipartisan structural political reforms, all designed to improve our civic health. And, you know, uh, this is kind of a unique space. It's a different kind of corporate interest in politics. It's not about which candidate or which party is right. It's about uh, civic engagement and protecting uh, our civic health. Well, Please go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, though, when you're talking about the nonpartisan and, and, and you know, let's put everything aside, though, where, where is it where the money from, from Washington has come to the states, particularly in Pennsylvania, and then the understanding, or I would say misunderstanding, 
of how that money is supposed to be appropriated. I, is that something your organization, Joe, is is involved with, or at least trying to lobby to get uh, to get funds out to the counties? No, there are a number of groups and chambers of commerce and people like uh, like Bob who are working on these issues and are advocating for important pro-business uh, kinds of legislation. We are uh, supremely focused, guys, on civic engagement. Um, okay. I can tell you a little bit more about that. You know, there's a growing amount of research that demonstrates, you know, a clear mandate for this kind of corporate civic engagement where customers and employees alike, they now expect companies to play a role in their ability to vote safely and to be a force for change in the face of injustice. There's also, you know, healthy ROI for this kind of corporate civic responsibility that, you know, some of the research we see that, that you know, employees whose employers play a role in their ability to get to the polls on election day, they're 50% more likely to want work for that company in a year. You know, uh, some 92% of consumers agree that it's important that companies take positions on issues that are in line with their values as a company. And 81% of consumers say they would prefer to buy from companies that support democracy. So there's a real mandate here, uh, you know, again, from employees, from customers, for companies to play in this area. And again, this is this is sort of a, a newer a newer take on this, and, and it is a space that's sometimes uncomfortable for businesses to play in until they understand, uh, you know, what, what the goals are. And that's really, you know, uh, you know, I don't think any business leader wants to consider the kind of chaos or disruption. Uh, that would occur on a disputed election on November 3rd. I think we've had enough of, <laughs> of those uh, uncertainty and, uh, and, and, and chaos in, in the streets. So, you know, we have in Pennsylvania, we've already had a learning curve, right? We had a bipartisan Act 77 legislation last year uh, that updated our, our voting code for the first time in 80 years. And uh, we have ex- no excuse mail-in balloting. We have extended voter registration, deadline of modern, more secure voting systems. We also have a pandemic to contend with, and uh, you know these are the these are the issues. Uh, you mentioned the money coming in from states and local governments. You know our, our county our county commissioners and our county election officials uh, they're, they're facing statewide a seventy million dollars shortfall in election security funding. So uh, they're they're in great need, and that's some of what you know that's some of what we're working on right now, trying to fill this. This is a very unique year. You mentioned some of the elements. Uh, enumerate what all the things that make this year unique are. Of course, the pandemic is, is one of them. But what else is uh, looming large to make this particular year one where uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just not a year like any other? Well, you mentioned moving targets and goalposts, and uh, we've got that in D.C. as well. So, you know, we, we're, you know part of our role, guys, is to, to make sure that companies are able to educate their employees and their, cons- and their customers about how to vote. I mean, we have a program, uh, we're partnered with the Department of State in Pennsylvania on Secretary Bookbar uh, around uh, Ready to Vote. And this is a, a downloadable toolkit that we've created for companies to play a role in educating their employees and their, and their customers about how to vote safely. Um, because, you know, as we've seen, there's a lot of disinformation and a lot of confusion coming out of Washington, D.C. around voting by mail, around the Postal Service's ability to, to handle uh, this, you know, the surge in, in mail ballots. Um, and then, of course, you know, this week we're hearing about voting twice in, in certain states. And, and so there's, there's, you know, that's, um, that's a very real 
uh, problem in, in many communities. It touches rural communities as well as it does urban communities, and uh, it requires really the way we're talking about it, sort of an all-hands-on-deck approach. And, you know, Bob mentioned it earlier, you know, if we can all do just a couple of little things, that's kind of what we're, what we're working on with businesses across the state, trying to get them to consider doing one or two couple of little things um, understanding that they're struggling, understanding that some companies are, are unable to do this because they are still treading water to survive. Um, but, uh, you know, there are certainly companies that, um, that, are, that are able to participate this in, in this and help. Um, and, you know, the, 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 again, you know, it comes back to we, we hear from the businesses that are already involved in the corporations. They are concerned about the health of their employees. They're concerned about the health of their community when it comes down to voting on November 3rd. And these are, you know, these are the issues we're hearing about from our own coalition, and these are the things that, that, we're, that we're advocating for. You know, we, we had a, uh, an advocacy call with Senator Toomey's office uh, several weeks ago to advocate for more funding, $3.6 billion in federal funding for states and local governments to run safe and secure elections on November 3rd. Uh, and you know, they, they told us, the legislative council, uh, senators, legislative council told us, you know, uh, they often hear from business and business uh, business community on issues. Uh, they do not often hear, they have not heard from businesses on the issues of state collection. So we know that this is a spot um, where, where, we, where we have a lot of work to do, and there's a real opportunity for businesses uh, to play an important role in their communities and, and also demonstrate Bob, we'll let you get the last word with our good guest, uh, Joe. Uh, go ahead, Bob. Yeah, and I think that basically this is a classic partnership uh, where the chamber is supporting uh, uh, supporting Joe's efforts, uh, the Business for America efforts. Uh, as Joe mentioned, there's a couple of, of uh, downloadable toolkits, if you will, uh, some other information. Uh, we're encouraging our members, if they're able to, to give people some administrative leave on Election Day so they, they actually can get out the vote. Uh, you know, particularly if they're working extra hours that day, something like that. I mean, it's already happened to me uh, that uh, I've had an early morning meeting and then a later meeting, and they bump into each other, uh, and uh, and getting to the polls becomes very, very difficult, if not impossible. So, uh, so we're just we're encouraging all of the chamber members in the Greater Susquehanna Valley. This is an election you you would want to engage in, be part of it, um, and and also I, I love the point that. Uh, that Joe makes that he has data that shows that 80% of consumers would prefer to shop in a business that supports democracy. Well, wow! Uh, anytime I can get 80% of the customers out there, I'm, I, you got my ear now. I'm listening carefully. Uh, that uh, you know, those are bottom line decisions. Things that we want to support uh, our members and encourage our members to participate in uh, and to throw their support behind as well. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks for your participation and checking in today. At this time next year, hopefully we'll be able to get you in the studio, and uh, we'll hear from you then. Thank you, Joe. 
Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right. That is uh, Joe Petrucci. Oops. Uh, hold on a second. There we go. I'm holding that line. Uh, Joe Petrucci is Pennsylvania State Director of Business for America about their work making sure that businesses are aware of and pushing and making sure that uh, everybody eligible registers within their employee and that they do uh, vote and they do not tell them how to vote. <laughs> Just uh, say do please vote. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Bob Garrett is on hold. We're going to wrap up our joblessness uh, discussion and we're going to find out about what's cooking with the chamber shortly here on WDK. Okay. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Last month, the U.S. labor participation rate went down 0.1%, so I said that it was plummeting, but now it's skyrocketing because mm. it's uh, back up to 61.7%. So the labor participation rate is part of this uh, V-shaped recovery that's underway. Skyrockets delight. Absolutely. All Afternoon right. delight. Uh, Mr. Bob, uh, labor participation rate, any remarks about that at all this morning? Anytime it goes up, that's good news uh, for us, uh, Mark. That's uh, that's you know that's one of the, the true benchmarks. That's the number of people that are actually out there looking for jobs, engaged in the labor force, et cetera. Uh, been an issue that uh, we've talked about over and over and over again uh, on the mark, and uh, and one that uh, we're encouraging everybody. You know, get get your skill sets up so that uh, that the, the skills you have match with the jobs that exist and uh, and stay in the labor market. That's what really is going to make our economy truly bounce back do, uh, after we get through this pandemic. Bob, do you see, I'm looking at the map here of Pennsylvania, and we see uh, Montour County at 8.4, Center County 8.8. So we've seen a bit of an increase here in Pennsylvania around. I mean, you know, boy, we've got a lot of 16s, 17s, 14s, 18s. We mm-hmm. see that. But an interesting question and uh, the texter says a serious question. So this this is interesting and serious. Were the actual 1.4 million jobs created, or was it the fact that businesses are still reopening and rehiring their employees? So again, I think it's more the latter here when you talk about 1.4 million jobs. Yeah, I, I think Ben, you know, uh, uh, this is something I've thought a lot about, and I'm sure you, uh, you and Mark have as well. Is what do those you know? They feel old-fashioned now. The numbers that we've used all along, the numbers that we've looked at uh, month after month uh, for decades. Uh, what does it really mean in a pandemic? What does it really mean when you have a one-month loss of 20 million jobs like we had back in April? What does that? What do these numbers really mean? I would say to your caller, texter, uh, I would uh, I would 
clarify to them that this is this is the economy reopening. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening here. Now, having said that, <laughs> you know, two-handed economist, right? Having said that, what's very very important for that person to know is help wanted signs are appearing everywhere. They are. You know, when when the restaurants along 11 and 15 are putting up help wanted signs, not come eat my hamburgers. They're putting up hey help needed. That is a sign that the economy is coming back. That's, those, those are real jobs, new jobs. Because, frankly, in Pennsylvania, if they had laid people off uh, because of the economic slowdown, the shutdowns, et cetera, those folks are now being called back. They have to come back to work. That's the law in Pennsylvania. These are new jobs that are being created thanks to a surging economy in general. Yes, it's true that our unemployment numbers went up in the greater Susquehanna Valley. The important thing for folks to remember, though, is the greater Susquehanna Valley, we're, we're sort of this donut hole of, of relative prosperity as compared uh, to the rest of the state. For example, you get down to Philadelphia, it's 18.9%. You go down along the southeast, I mean, the, the southern border of Pennsylvania, There's there are counties down there that are almost 20%. I mean, that's that's true recession. That's near depression level unemployment. In our valley, Montour County, which you mentioned, Ben, at 8.4, is the lowest county unemployment rate in the state currently. Yeah, and just to so, give the listeners uh, an idea, 10.2 Union, 9.9 Snyder, and, of course, mm-hmm. the lagger is always Northumberland County at 13.5. Yep. But, Bob, when you talk about, I believe, Fulton County, Philadelphia County, I don't think it's Greene County, uh, but we get in the southwest part of Pennsylvania, they're as high or higher than Forest and Potter County, which are usually the highest. Right. Yeah. And 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 uh, you know, uh, and we can talk about county. I mean, we'd have this, this show would go on for three hours if we took every all sixty-seven counties and analyzed them. But what you're seeing there is the the impact of the pandemic. You know the the close the shutdown in Philadelphia uh, is uh, is for real. All right, stand by, Bob. We got more questions for you after the CBS News, so do not go away. Bob Garrett of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we wrapped up our conversation with Business for America State Director Joe Petrucci, encouraging businesses to participate. When we get back, we'll wrap up our conversation with uh, Bob Garrett. Uh, then we'll do news headlines and we'll launch into open phones. You're listening to On the Mark on News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. And welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben Reichley is directly across from me. And the fabulous man in the world is Mr. Rob Center, our producer. We appreciate his help and our mm-hmm. hard work on the Mark Sponsor for the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. In a few moments, we'll open up the toll-free line, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. In the meantime, and text us at 70236. We would uh, love to talk to you. Bob, any additional remarks about the local jobless numbers around here? Yeah, I, I think the point I was making, uh, Mark, is that the uh, the Greater Susquehanna Valley 
continues to lead the state. Um, the, the four counties of our valley are among the lowest unemployment uh, counties uh, in the state. Uh, good news, uh, we still have a whole lot of folks on the sidelines, and we're going to work every day to get as many people back to work as possible and to get some sensible uh, regulations of our local businesses uh, so that they can get back to work uh, and hopefully, uh, I think Ben used the term, flatten the curve. The curve is flattened and is on the down uh, side. Uh, at this point, there's a few things we all need to do to keep our businesses, keep the area green and keep our businesses open and uh, return to the prosperity, that uh, the path to prosperity that we were on uh, earlier this year. I think we mentioned it, but uh, it's bears repeating. Montour County has the lowest jobless rate in the state at 8.4%. So, and uh, even the highest one in our area, 13.5%, pales in comparison to other areas. So that that's a testament to the work ethic around here and the and the Chamber of Commerce work and the industrial authorities and, and uh, you know, the drive organization and all the other people and county commissioners that are pushing for employment around here as much as they can. Uh, one of our good listeners always sends a note and did so again saying, if you're unemployed around here, what should you do? I can get a job at Walmart or the grocery store or just about anywhere, but I had a white-collar job and I'd like to earn a living wage again. What should that yeah. individual? Sounds like they're not going back to wherever they were. Right. Yeah. Uh, the first stop, if you will, always is the career, career link. Start there. Uh, CareerLink uh, continues to have hundreds of positions uh, listed. Um, then check in. Make sure that you still have the right skill set. Maybe the skill set that you had in your previous employment, uh, you're, you're really good at Fortran. Well, guess what? That doesn't cut it anymore. Now you need to, to get really good at, uh, at Microsoft applications, et cetera. Make sure your skill sets line up, and then get back into the labor force and uh, uh, as soon as possible because there are plenty of jobs out there, and they're not all uh, low-pay service. Uh, in fact, uh, there's very few of those kind of jobs uh, these days. These are these are jobs that can lead to excellent careers. All right, and of course, we uh, you have an affiliation. You work closely with Penn State, and we've heard you talking about Luzerne County Community College. At what point uh, does it pay to start to look at those places where you'll get some of your uh, needed education? Uh, at the very first point. Uh, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I think those who do best are those who have the most uh, flexibility as far as their skills go. Uh, so commit yourself. Uh, what I would always encourage folks: commit yourself to lifelong learning. Uh, learn, try to learn a new skill every day. Sign up for those classes that are most all almost now entirely online. It's not like you have to drive anywhere anymore. You don't have to go to some bricks and mortar building. Uh, most of them are online, and you can get your instruction right there. And if you need a, if you have a lab, or if you have a, a reason why you need to stop in to see your professor, see your instructor, um, they're certainly there for you. And and keep in mind, our local vocational schools also have plenty of seats available for what they call non-traditional learners. Uh, and you can learn skills there, get your certificates, whatever it is that you need. But the best place to start is at the Career Link. Um, and that you can either do that in person uh, by presenting yourself at any of the career link offices or online. Either way works just fine. Bob, quick uh, political scenario uh, for the business side. Is there light at the end of the tunnel with uh, Governor Wolf or King Wolf, whatever the businesses want to call? Very, very frustrating segment. 
is hospitality. Uh, the rules seem to exist but are, are misunderstood, not sure exactly where they're at. But is there going to be a little bit more definite understanding of, of what businesses are going to be able to do in the near future? Do you see that that happening with the bipartisan frustration uh, with the governor's office, particularly in the PIAA, high school sports, but, but again, the hospitality business just being steamrolled with, uh, I say, geographic discrimination, unfair restrictions. Uh, is there light at the end of the tunnel? Well, I, I think the light at the end of the tunnel, Ben, is science. Um, you know, it, it's it's one thing to cherry-pick your science. It's another thing to follow the data where it leads you. The data and the science is clearly leading us uh, to the position that we can, we can responsibly reopen. Um, you, you know, there's a couple of things, as I, I say it over and over again, there's a couple of things, if we all do those things, we can reopen. We can get the, our economy back running. Uh, whether it's a, a restaurant going back, uh, getting up to 50 to 75 percent of their seating, as long as they keep some uh, uh, social distance, or whether it's at sporting events, um, uh, any of those things, uh, we just have to follow the science, follow those people who are the experts, remove the politics at this point, you know, uh, and uh, and that's cr- I know that's, that's crazy for me to suggest that, 60 days out from election, we're going to remove politics, right? That, that's not going to happen. But at some point, we have to we have to set politics aside. We have to follow the science. We have to follow the data. We have to follow those who know best, uh, and um, and they will lead us back to prosperity. I'm convinced. Well, well, Bob, that's you know well, well said. In a uh, you're in the gray area of the black and white, but you know some businesses will say this: my business is a horse. I like to lead the horse to water, but when we get to the trough, time is going to give us no water. There's no water in the trough anymore. I mean, time is of the essence right now because in a short period of time, the science is going to say fall. Fall is going Mm -hmm. to say winter. I don't see you and your lovely bride and I sitting outside of Bott's Tavern in Seals Grove and having a meal in November, even though we'd like oh, to. November, so, yeah. so the other restaurants that have, you know, outside dining, Penn's Tavern, uh, you know, there, there, many of them have gone to that. So the science is going to say change of seasons. Mm-hmm. These right. hospitality groups are going to be frustrated. And, 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 and again, Ben, I go back to the science. What the science says is keep some distance. Uh, you can eat indoors. I mean, I, I eat dinner indoors almost every night, okay? You can eat indoors. You just There's a couple of things you have to do, uh, you know, to keep the sneeze guards, those kind of things that are very reasonable um, uh, accommodations to be made, and, and we can get back to work. We don't all have to sit out on the sidewalk. Yeah, so I no, agree, you, agree with you, but take the barriers, here. take the inside barrier numbers, the artificial 25, 25% off then, and let the businesses meet the standards, whatever that number would be for their facility. Yeah. Oh, and, and Ben, I, I'm sure you've been, uh, you've been reading the data and listening to the information uh, related to what they're doing now with, uh, uh, with um, you know, what's the, uh, the light uh, in, inside of HVAC systems. The yeah. air inside might actually be cleaner than the air outside. You know, the air outside is just whatever it is. 
they, they can actually make the air inside clean uh, using filtration systems and some uh, infrared lighting or uh, or some uh, lighting. So uh, there's ways to do this. My point is let us be creative. Let the small businesses, let the entrepreneurs um, uh, create. Just get out of the way <laughs> is, is the message that I think we want to say. Uh, let us follow the science. We'll do the right thing. Bob, what's cooking with the chamber? You always tell us that there's some good activities coming up. Yeah. I, I see uh, wine in my future. I can tell you that. Yeah, right. We, uh, the, our, our wine fest, virtual wine fest, is going to be a great time. The actual festival itself is on September 17th. Uh, but in the next week, if you have tickets, you'll be receiving gift cards uh, to Wise Markets and four separate wineries. And it's real, It's going to be a hoot. I'll tell you, it's going to. They're going to do cooking demonstrations. The dietitians from Wises. There's going to be uh, each of the winemakers is going to have an interview and come on and talk about their wines, et cetera. Um, it's not going to be a you know the big uh, the big room with uh, with spilled uh, crying over spilled wine. Everybody will be uh, at home in front of their own screens, et cetera, or wherever they uh, end up being. But that's on September 17th. That at this point is closed because it's sold out. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, hey, uh, later today at 12 noon, uh, we're going to have Joe Petrucci on with us uh, for our government, governmental affairs uh, meeting. And then we're going to kick off this weekend a uh, real exciting, our young professionals. It's called the Go the Social Distance Bike Ramble. Uh, it's a bike ride around Lewisburg and out the Buffalo Valley Rail Trail. It's all month long, uh, but for the next three Saturdays and then Sunday the 27th, um, they're going to have booths. You can get T-shirts, et cetera. It's an app, uh, and it's a whole lot of fun. I mean, how do you how do you how do you get a bunch of people together to network in a socially distanced, safe way? You go for a bike ride, Mark. So that'll be uh, mm. that'll be a good time. It's supposed to be beautiful weather tomorrow, so we hope to see as many people as possible out on the trail um, you know, on the uh, first annual uh, Go the Social Distance Bike Ramble. Uh, then later this month, uh, you get the ch- you get the opportunity to chase uh, Ben around uh, 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 at our 19th annual Young Americans Golf, Golf Classic. Um, everybody knows <laughs> the Young Americans. It's a partnership of the uh, the Daily Item, Sunbury Broadcasting, and the Daily and the uh, Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we pay for that out of a uh, golf golf tournament uh, that's coming up on the 25th of this month. Uh, then I'll, I'll be back. And, and Bob, October that is talk about things that are coming up there. Yeah, that that is out at uh, Knoebels Three Ponds. It right? is. Yeah. Yep, we're at Knoebels this year uh, for our uh, golf classic, and uh, looking forward to having everybody out there for a late season. Uh, you're probably on your A game by now, uh, Ben. Uh, I, I did hear you won the tournament uh, down in Susquehanna Valley. So, um, so the uh, uh, that is the tournament I played. Trying to. Uh, trying to chase you down. Yeah, that was a tournament I played by myself, and um, I did finish first there. <laughs> but he also came in last. That's the weird true. part. Yeah. It's hard. He, it's, he win, place, and like show. My, it's like my friend that always plays in the, uh, or always he, he runs in the local 5Ks, and he's always in the 80-year-old and above um, category <laughs> of runners, and he always 
points out that he was number one in his age class. They're still waiting for number two to finish. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> oh, he was, he came in first. Oh, boy. It's always good to be number yeah. one in something. Well, Bob, thank you so yeah. much for the information. Uh, there's a lot always to digest here, but the, the bottom line is uh, we're clawing back uh, pretty fruitfully, and, and we hope that everybody heeds some of the information and advice. We know we still have some joblessness around here, so uh, we hope right. folks can get a good temporary job and then take you up on some of the career-link opportunities and maybe higher education and or continuing education, really. It's not really higher education. It's just more life skills So uh, to right. stay employed around here. Bob, keep yep. in touch. We'll, we'll talk to you in a month, if not sooner, but uh, s- take care, and I guarantee I'll see you uh, if there's a hot dog with my name on it. I'm always at the chamber <laughs> to, en- to enjoy that. Uh, thank, you, by, thank you, sir. Okay. okay take care, Bob. Well. Appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> Bob Garrett, uh, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, our Financial Friday. One of the first things we do after this program is pop this program right back up on WKOK.com on our podcast page, so if you missed some of the good remarks of Joe Petrucci or Bob advice. What do you do if you're still not working? You know, he laid out a couple of things. Start at the career mm-hmm. link. Go to the uh, uh, the uh, higher education, you know, the continuing education uh, fields around here. we got Lackawanna College, Luzerne County College, and uh, hopefully soon we'll have a community college around here. And uh, Don't we have one? Also, the Penn State University. A community college? Yeah, isn't Lackawanna a community college? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. Is it? Not not a real one like we're looking for. No. We want one, a local, uh, agile, home-based, Northumberland County, super-serving. Lawrence Academy? That, I like that idea. I have a very small garage that they can go in to get started. Uh, I saw a, f- a good meme recently about the number of big businesses that started in garages, like Apple and Amazon. They all started in garages. Well, Apple started in a garage, and it wasn't in Minneapolis. <laughs> it was in it was in California, where there's a tempered climate. But uh, Wozniak and Apple, or Wozniak and Jobs, uh, did start Apple in a garage, as as many has. I think uh, Jeff Bezos says, "Honey, I'm going to sell books out of the garage." And she said, whatever. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to take a quickie break. Now we got open phones. Give us a call. We have some texts uh, emailed in. We got one email uh, here. So, we'd love to hear from you. You can send the emails to onthemarketwkok.com and you can text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, you can call us too. 1 800 795 9565. And we talked to two individuals this week, one of whom is going to vote for the president, one of whom said they are not going to vote for mm-hmm. the president president. We think Ben is probably going to vote for the president, but we'll let him confirm that when he come, when we all come back here. Mm. And we'd love to hear from you, too. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565, our open phone. One of our listeners is not happy that we're paying for the president's haircut. He says, well, at least the Speaker of the U.S. House, Nancy Pelosi, paid for her haircut and didn't claim bankruptcy and not pay her bills. Who's paying for President Trump's haircuts, maintaining the presidential barbershop and paying for his very fake blonde hair dye jobs? That's right. We the taxpayers do. Please drain the swamp. Good idea. Let's start with the president's personal attendance and valets. Uh, what can't uh, what can't what you can't find a secret service agent who can also cut hair, tongue firmly in cheek except for in cheek except for the president's multiple bankruptcies says yeah. Eric. Yeah, put the uh, put the brain in gear and see what happens. Something's Something's, yeah, again, when there's a lack of information or pertinent information, look for the personal tax. One of our listeners, oh, you like the president, you mean. <laughs> well, uh, again, you, you know, uh, that's funny. when people don't have information or want to make a point, when they have to get personal and they're missing something. So Pelosi did what? That, that email made little to no sense. Firmly cheek and gum. Yeah. Put some Copenhagen inside there. All right. Uh, one, I uh, have to do news headlines, but this is your opportunity to start the dialing. 1-800-795-9565. Earlier this week, we talked to John Meckley, who's a good local Republican who has chosen not to vote for President Trump when the time comes. Then we talked to Claire Moyer, who's a good local Republican. Well, he's an independent now, but he's been a Republican in his life. Yeah, but Meck- he said... To, Meck didn't vote for him the first time around. Didn't he? Okay. So. Fabulous. Smart guy. And then Claire Moyer <laughs> was on on Wednesday saying that he <laughs> would. Win. Especially if you if you just use just pure intellect and brain power to make the decision and not the uh, president's appearance and behavior. So uh, that's uh, that was a convincing argument. So we can talk about that today. Uh, we also have COVID-19. We got the nursing home uh, criteria changing as far as who gets testing. This testing is expensive, so you're going to see fewer testing and more strategic testing. So, uh, comment about that. Feel free to call us, 1-800-795-9565. Isn't the quick test coming shortly? 150 million that's coming in the next couple weeks, and we've seen the private sector, which seems like the press and the media at large aren't discussing what has happened in the private sector to deal with COVID. Uh, you got the uh, governor of New York all over himself, uh, the mayor of New York just um, trying to help himself do nothing. So, uh, you know, when we're talking about uh, what the administration's done, what uh, Vice President Pence has done, you also look at what the private sector, which they got involved very early, and, you know, you see a lot of positives of how the private sector, almost in a P3, a public-private partnership, got involved to fight this. And we're hopefully we'll see the uh, results here soon. Uh, brief news headlines in response to their fifth positive COVID-19 test case yesterday. Mount Carmel Area School District announced they'll move to virtual instruction for all students as of today. Classes canceled now up to and including September 17th. The goal adhere to protocols recommending a full district closure in case there's an outbreak. Uh, all extracurricular activities will be paused through September 11th and that puts the pause on the all-important Mount Carmel versus Southern Columbia football game that was uh, scheduled. Snyder County health official or Snyder County leaders did not get the answers they were looking for when they enjoyed a conference call yesterday with the State Department of Health and uh, Pima. Snyder County Commissioner Chairman Joe Kant says Thursday's conference call still brought no straight answers and state officials on the call say they've quote heard it before. 
Kans says his biggest frustration is why county EMA directors statewide are not being used as contact tracers despite being trained to do so. He says the state is outsourcing contact tracers to a company called Inside Global, which is stationed in Atlanta, Georgia. Kans says that company is the one who was hiring state residents to be contact tracers. Kans has also been frustrated people who test positive aren't getting contacted by their physicians quickly enough. He says state officials did admit delays to getting test results back to patients, and they are, quote, working on it. All three commissioners were on the call today, along with County EMA Coordinator Derek Schambach, according to Kans. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. In response to their fifth COVID-19 case, we mentioned the Mount Carmel Area School District. Uh, we failed to mention, maybe the most important part, that the full letter from the Mount Carmel Area School District with the additional details is uh, posted at WKOK.com, and that's an opportunity for you to get lots more information uh, there. They got the lunch information there, the athletic information, the very helpful stuff. Four new COVID-19 deaths have been confirmed in the Valley 3 in North County and one in Snyder County. All of those are community spread. These are individuals in the community not associated with nursing homes. The State Department of Health says Union County is now up to 397 overall positive uh, tests. Snyder County has 173. Northumberland County 732. Montour County 139 people have tested positive for COVID-19 since the pandemic began. Slight easing of the restrictions at nursing homes. Compassionate caregivers must follow requirements which include providing proof of a negative COVID-19 test result within the past seven days. They must undergo a screening, which is a temperature, etc., and they must wear a mask in the facility. Dr. Rachel Levine addressing a report that the CDC is asking states to also plan for a potential vaccine, and we will have uh, those remarks coming up. Uh, the federal government indicating that a vaccine uh, state should be ready. Uh, it's, it's not likely, but should be ready for a vaccine as soon as November 1st, just in time for the presidential election. This weekend's Kicks live concert still happening even in the midst of the the pandemic, the organizer says they'll pack in hundreds of people into a six-acre property from 5 to 10 p.m. Saturday at the Susquehanna Valley Event Center. Lots of precautions in case temperature checks and masks required upon entry. Uh, six acres, they'll spread out the hundreds of people at that big event that's uh, still Which happening. Six acres in Snyder County, is that? Uh, I, don't, I have no idea where it is. It's not Max. Some kind of place. Not Max Yasger's farm. He just purchased no, it in Snyder County. Oh, right. okay. We don't have to go to Woodstock for this. <laughs> okay. And finally, President Donald Trump Thursday talked about law and order when he visited Latrobe, Pennsylvania. He says he'll be using that theme often to talk about his Democratic rival, Joe Biden. The election is uh, two months away. He'll be visiting Pennsylvania early and often. Yesterday, he took a quick moment aside from all of his uh, critical remarks, or actually uh, uplifting remarks about the Pennsylvania economy and so on, to say that Joe Biden has a quirk in his personality that the president likes. Did you ever see a man that likes a mask as much as him? And then he makes a speech and he always has it, not always, but a lot of times he has it hanging down because you know what? It gives him a feeling of security. If I were a psychiatrist, right? No, I'd say, I'd say this guy's got some big issues. And that's uh, President Trump yesterday in Latrobe, uh, in a ha airport hangar. The name of the airport? Arnold Palmer. Right. Arnold Palmer Memorial in Airport. Uh, been there. It's a great part of Pennsylvania. Or as the president was talking about, the Commonwealth. And I believe, I was, uh, was it 45 states, 
four commonwealths and one republic. I was Makes there. up the United States. I was, at, I was at the airport for 20 minutes, and I never touched the ground. So you were... You're on the uh, Sunbury Broadcasting corporate jet on your way to, a, yeah. to a meeting and refueling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Uh, I guess I do have some more. Well, ah, never mind. Well, you know, talk about you've been tortured enough. Arnold Palmer, the uh, a great Pennsylvanian, a about great him. guy. I had the uh, pleasure to meet him. Arnold Palmer used to come in to Penn Valley Airport and uh, play uh, play the links, uh, the golf course, Susquehanna Valley, with uh, Charlie Wall. Great, uh, great memories. A uh, number of people at uh, Susquehanna Valley still remember when Mr. Palmer used to come in and... Uh, also had relatives in the area, but uh, no, Arnold Palmer Memorial Airport, uh, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Latrobe was at one time one of your favorite beverages used to come from Latrobe. Rolling Rock. Yes. yes. 33. Yes. So they don't make it there anymore? No, they were acquired by, boy, one of the big of conglomerates, and uh, now the factory, I believe, is there where it's made. Uh, can still be there. Maybe we can get some uh, verification on that. But uh, no, great part of Pennsylvania. And like I said, I was out just north in Indiana County and Cambrian County on business. Saw some uh, uh, very, very good folks just trying to keep their business uh, above uh, above water, of all things, Mark. But uh, no, um, interesting. We'll see what the governor does in the future. We're seeing what the president's saying. We're seeing uh, Joe Biden visiting Pennsylvania earlier this week, and we see both the president and Joe Biden in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, polls have, are all over both the going place. To Shanksville. Both going to Shanksville. They probably won't high five on the way in and the way out. I doubt that. But uh, those folks who have never been to Shanksville, that memorial is, uh, I will, I will say this, a little breathtaking. Uh, it, it is almost uh, like a uh, outside church. When you walk through there, barely a sound. Uh, you hear the birds chirping, but you you walk the uh, the grounds of that memorial, and uh, it, it is uh, very somber. Right. It, it is, a, but a, but a great visit if you can get out to it. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Uh, we're going to take a quickie break here, and we got open phones, so give us a buzz. I'm going to scan through some texts and tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. So first, one of our good listeners sends us a note, uh, says, "Good morning. This is what I have to say about Trump. You're you're fired. Your mouth." calling dead military veterans, uh, your mouth calling dead military veterans losers shows you are a Russian lawless liar and a stupid racist president. And not a very cerebral <laughs> email or text. I mean, if you lo- look at the uh, look at the facts on right. this and look at the information behind it, that's that's well, sa- sad that you picked that text to read because it makes uh, little to no sense, but uh, thank you for texting. Even the next test, new jobs, 1.4 million jobs. No, they weren't all at 7.25 an hour. They weren't minimum wage jobs. So, um, again, uh, you hope there's a little bit more substance to some of these texts and emails at times. One of our listeners says, the solution to a fair and secure election on November 3rd is for every eligible voter to get off their butts and get out to the local 
polling place and cast their votes there in person. Problem solved. No third party involved, whether it be the U.S. Postal Service or political party operatives, which can and will lead to chaos. I know that's just what the Democrats want, so they have an excuse when sleepy Joe Biden loses. Well, there's a little substance to that uh, text. I mean, yes, you know, get out and vote. You know, you have an opportunity to do something that a lot of people in other countries don't. You can go vote. Get out and vote. If you can go to the grocery store, you can get out and vote. If you can go to a restaurant, I think you can get out and vote. So uh, those who can't... can't, go to a dive bar. Yeah, not a dive bar. Those who can't, get an absentee ballot. That's always been there. So, uh, yes, voting, voting should be something you want to do. You don't have to do it. You one, want to do it. One of the things that irritates Ben Reichley is excessive use of the F word. And so mm-hmm. the quote, vulgarity is no substitute for wit, says the Dowager Countess on Downton Abbey. That's true. I mean, uh, I, I will say this. The the F word is just ridiculous. I hear some younger people. I hear some young professionals and even some older professionals. Hold it. Can something be a noun, pronoun, adverb, <laughs> adjective, verb, other, other? But isn't it funny in a to use sentence? It once in a while, come on. I stay away from it. Yeah. I, as I've told my daughter and her friends, the uh, the S word, the S U C. You know, mm-hmm. I look at them and say, nah, not here. If you if you feel you need to use this, however, I go back to my grandmother who said, swearing is lack of getting your brain in the right frame of mind. So uh, I, I, I sort of look at that. But no, I I, I, I find it uh, ridiculous, especially, Mark, people our age who are F this, MF, I'm like, oh, hold it, time out here. Time out here. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, you know, hey, do people get frustrated? Okay, but you know what? Express yourself differently. Yeah, I know a lot of people who don't use the F word too, so they, it's part Good. of their part of their shtick. You, my father, my mother, uh, a lot of people I know, super smart, never ever. All right, we're going to take a quickie break, but first I want to tell you about the SunburyMotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, and Hyundai, the pre-owned inventory, and you can look at all of those online and select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. You can go down to the Sunbury Motor Company lot on North Fourth Street in Sunbury, where they have that thousands of vehicles, or go to the Routes 11 and 15 Kia dealership and see hundreds of vehicles, including some very select pre-owned vehicles, or you can just shop online at sunburymotors.com. Do as I do. Go to the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. I've gotten pumped up with nitrogen a couple of times a year. Uh, they are open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. They'll be closed on Sunday and Memorial Day this week. They're Labor Day. Uh, you can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials. Build a Ford car or truck or Hyundai or Kia or Lincoln to your exact specifications. Uh, go down there and say hi to Jason, who Ben knows because that's who he gets his navigators from. Jeff Clark, <laughs> Ernie, Austin, or Kyle Alexander. They will super serve you like nobody else at the Sunbury I Motor think Company. Ernie and Austin might be over at Kia. Oh, where did I? I oh, yeah, yeah. I, we'll I see think them at yeah, But I will say this, though. You will hear the F word at Sunbury Motors. Ford. F-150. Oh, yeah, F-150. Ford, Fiesta. Focus. Uh, Focus. Fusion. Yep. What yeah, else? So, Keep so. going. Bronco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, the F-150, the F-250, the F-350, and there might be a 450 in there uh, 
I could see you. Well, there's an F seven fifty. I, I could see you in a dually. I could see you in a dually going down Sunbury. Turning up some mud. Oh boy! All right, we'll take a quick break. Call us now. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. What do you think of the F word? Give us a call. We would just love to hear from you. One eight hundred. Somebody might want to give you the F word. Well, that's fine. <laughs> or do me it. too. So. We got a delay. Rob's ever vigilant over there. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. There you go. What to, please listen to On the Mark, the WK. Yeah, I was going to say, a promo for us. Steve Jones on the in the afternoon getting, uh, Mark, what are you feeling about the Big Ten getting back to football? They're being pushed by some other areas of the country. I got a lot and of sponsors parents, who are, are and waiting. parents. I got players. a lot of sponsors who are standing by saying, please get that, uh, get those boy, games underway. They, uh, they sort of, uh, maybe they soiled their loins when they made that decision early on. Lance, you're on the mark. Hi there, guys. Why, I guess you figured out what I think of the F word from my uh, call the other day. Not good. I missed it. Oh, okay. Well, this was a critique on Ginsburg's uh, poetry, supposed poetry. And like I said, uh, to say that his work was laced with poetry would probably be the biggest understatement since Noah said, books like rain. Right. So anyway, uh, what, what it said, I can pretty much remember. When an individual's attempt at literary art comprised guttural emanations of single syllables and but four letters, not only is the individual's command of the language called to question, but their evolutionary progression as well. So that wasn't a Bible thumper that said that, was it? No, not at all. And the the part about it is where we place it in society. I mean, Lance, I've been on the sidelines of high school football games doing interviews, and they got music playing, and they got particular music. I mean, this isn't the Beach Boys, and you're hearing the the MF, the F, the Ho, the what? Bs, the this and that. I'm sitting there looking around, going, "Hold it, uh, you know, what are we doing here?" I mean, so what has a good beat? I can dance to it, but the lyrics are are horrendous. So in in society, we've allowed we've allowed this to happen. But my point is, I I think it's uh, uh, almost in the genius category when somebody can use the F word as again the noun, the pronoun, the adjective, the adverb, et cetera, et cetera, and they have. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really ridiculous when our language forges so many yes. very colorful and wonderful words to tell somebody where to go, uh, what to do when they get there, detailed instructions how to get there. 
Yeah, well, and Lance, on the uh, texting and emailing, the WTFs. I mean, come on, folks. <laughs> what does that stand for? Well, people uh, say uh, freaking all the time. You know? Well, like, yeah. That's well, a substitute. <laughs> that makes me think of the other one. It doesn't make you look any 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 more educated, and, and it, you, you would hope people could express themselves. Uh, but we're I not talking about words. Uh, well, we're I not talking about the words. Queen's English, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. But how about the Queen's English, maybe ninety percent of the time? All right, thank you so much, Lance. Very well, much appreciated. I had uh, well, two really good expressions, though, of uh, individuals who played a quite a role in my life. I like to think one was my uh, auto shop teacher. When everything wasn't going wrong, and it was going wrong. He said, "Oh, sack of potatoes," you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other fellow was my father, and he always said, oh, son of a sea cook. Use those. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you would hope people could express themselves different and and, and, and with substance. Yeah. All right, thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Dano from New Berlo. Hey, good You're morning, on the Marco. Guys. Why, uh... I went to one-room school for three years, and I never heard the F word. But when I started to go into the Mifflinburg school system with the bigger kids, I heard the F word. And Mm. I thought I was highly intelligent because I discovered a new word. I found out how intelligent I was. When my mom said, if you ever say that again, you're going to get your mouth washed out with soap. So I never used it anymore. But, you know, I like the T word. I develop new friends. Every Just yesterday I was out with a Trump shirt. I met another gentleman, and we became instant friends just because of President Trump. He's putting such a positive face on Americanism and on our country. Every day I'm meeting new friends now. And it's a great time. It's just like we were always friends. And we all have the same story. He's the best president we've ever voted for. And it's been the most important vote in our lifetime. And the next election is going to be equally important to the face of America. So I love the T word, Ben. Well, and, and that probably upsets the uh, those in the United States that are more on the globalist side. Um, I think uh, the president has put his position and articulated it quite well that if uh, America does well and America is uh, stable it can uh, then reach out and help other countries and uh, in the history of America uh, we've done that however in the last 20 30 40 years 50 years uh, the globalists have uh, looked at uh, you know almost it's unfair that we're a superpower it's unfair of this it's unfair of that and I think uh, the president has, has pointed out that if uh, if America can take care of itself, then it can really offer and take care of uh, its allies. And also, if you're an ally, be an ally. Don't be phony. Don't be a backstabber. 
so uh, no, we'll we'll see how it resonates uh, with with the voters. But the groundswell and the and the other part too that the media seems to miss is that it's not the president going and speaking at Kenosha or or at uh, um, Ligon- I'm sorry Ligonier Latrobe, Ligonier Fort Ligonier is right down the road from Latrobe, but it's the crowds that are there. It's the 10 to 12 to 14 miles of people lining the motorcade from the airport into Kenosha. It's the number of people that are outside the events. It's the people who are trying to, you know, see the president. So uh, you know, a very, very large groundswell. And you know, on the other side, uh, if, if there was a two-mile line of people trying to see the Biden group coming in, the motorcade, the the press would be leading with that, and 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 of course they're not. So, you know, if the T word works for you and you're making friends, Dan, holy smokes, that uh, seems to be a positive. Hey man, I never met so many people that feel the same. The Americanism is back, and you know, you talk about the crowds that go to see President Trump now. People. Some people make light of it, but I've watched almost every Trump rally on TV, and they're never boring, Ben. I know he says maybe 10% of the stuff is new material, but that man is never boring, and you can listen to one Trump rally after another, and it's, it's just as enlightening as the one before it, and they're never boring. It's just it's, as good or just as bad, as you're saying. Just as good okay. or better. <laughs> I mean, he just trying to be clear. a couple new points each time, and, and he makes it interesting. I know when we were kids, the, when the president was on, we didn't get too excited, and we didn't want to watch it. But now you do. All right, we've got to move on. President Trump it's no longer boring. He's uh, such a good speaker. There's some entertainment factor uh, definitely <laughs> in, in his, the, well, uh, the equation. The same with both of them. What are they going to say next? I can't wait well, to see. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Yeah, I really appreciate guys, the call. You guys have a great day. Great talking with you. Great program. Thank you very much. I would, I would say that for those who want to watch uh, C-SPAN, and usually C-SPAN 2 is, is excellent for watching uh, the Biden press conferences, I know there's been few, there's more, but uh, the Trump rallies, uh, certainly you get uh, you get the whole picture. You're not cutting in and out. I know some of the uh, networks cover, some of them don't cover, but uh, no, very interesting. But C-SPAN's uh, watch your government work, or for some folks, watch it not work. Speedy dialers only. As we wrap up the show, if you'd like to send us an email, please send it to onthemark at wkok.com and text us to 70236. We'll be back in two minutes. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant isn't one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Fantastic to be a speedy dialer, but we'll take it. Uh, you can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com, and I know you kids can text fast, 70236. Al, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. Good morning. Uh, I'm calling about the uh, the masking. Why are some of these people like Nancy Pelosi not, af- Pelosi not afraid to wear her mask? Um I mean, not wearing her mask when she goes to a salon. What do they know that we don't know? Um, a lot of people, you know, in the government, you see Fauci, he doesn't have his mask on half the time, and he's sitting right beside people. What do they know that we don't know? Well, what, what do you think? Yeah, what's your, <laughs> and well, the answer I is... I got a couple things. Uh, less than 6% of the people that uh, got the COVID was all 100% died from the COVID. They're saying now a new number is like 99.5% of the people recover from the COVID. Um, yeah, those numbers came out with the CDC, I think, on Sunday. Yeah, all these numbers that are coming out, and I, I talked to a doctor yesterday and a mortician, and the doctor has friends in New York City that he's a young doctor, and he's in contact with them, and there's not a lot of people dying from COVID, but it was highly concentrated in that area, and we're wondering how it got so concentrated in that area. I mean, you can think of awful things, but um, it it was really to keep the hospitals from overflowing there, but how did it get so strong, and how can they predict hot spots? Well, the, the part about New York City, although, than you think. well, New York City is a hub. I mean, it has three major international airports, really two, JFK and Newark. LaGuardia is, is still international, but not on the size and the, and the number of uh, folks go through those airports. Uh, LaGuardia Airport is the other two. Um, but it was a hub, though. And the other part about it is, and when you look at it, is the, the governor and the mayor uh, didn't make some of the right decisions. Maybe they're making the best no, decisions it, it, with the information, but they didn't. Fine if you think of it well, backwards, I mean, if you think of it like a, a, a fiction novel, maybe they put it there somewhere and they, you know, they're making spots that scare people and maybe they thought New York had a little bit of disposable uh, human life. Well, certainly hope not. I would not go that far because King Kong well, I, really I never was at the government. empire. I wouldn't put it past this government. We mm. killed 610 million babies since the, in 65. Uh, we're getting more like China every year. Maybe Trumpy's stopping us from going any further toward the way of China, and maybe we can start going in reverse. Uh, well, that's certainly an opinion you have and All right, thank you Al I'm not sure I don't have a high opinion of humankind at this point okay. I don't have a very high opinion of uh, whole, the whole People. humankind 
All right, we got you. Thank that's you so much. That's too bad. I think that's a little bit of a um, scenario that you would hope. Um, yeah, but but again, looking at New York and looking what happened, looking the hub, looking where people come from, particularly Europe. They left China, went to Europe, came into uh, New York. Uh, unfortunately, the governor uh, dropped the ball when it came to uh, using... Let me stop you there. One of our listeners says, Nancy Pelosi had a mask around her neck. Uh, Trump needs one on his mouth. Oh, also, boy. listen to President Trump lie over and over again, and you'll believe it. His sister calls him a tight duck butt. His niece calls him a thief. I'm sure his ex-wife signed a waiver not to call him anything. No, boy. Thanks, that, that's Bob. signed by Bob. Yeah, Bob. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. Hey, uh, okay, it's have all a good... about opinions, buddy. Yeah, it is. It is. And opinions are like certain areas, but uh, we'll all have ours. This is WKOK Sunbury.